and welcome to Served Neat. I am your host, Jen Hartman. I'm a corporate dropout turned six-figure sales and marketing coach, bourbon enthusiast, type three Enneagram, and dog mom. I'm on a mission to show you that there is more to life than the nine to five grind and that you can leave your job to pursue your profitable passion. I'm going to prove to you that launching an online business can be fun and easy. I'll be giving away my best sales, marketing, mindset, and business strategies served neat. Pour yourself a glass of bourbon, have a seat, and let's chat. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Served Neat. Happy freaking Tuesday. Now I'm not going to lie, I'm about one drink deep, roughly. So this episode is going to be so much more fun and exciting. I wanted to start off with some life updates before we dive into the content that you probably came here for. So first and foremost, exciting news. I started a second business about six weeks ago. I ended up gifting myself a brand new business for my 27th, and I'm very excited about it. It is a great creative outlet for me. It's been a learning experience. I've loved every single second of it thus far. The business itself is a fashion and accessory brand for dogs and their humans. It is very bold. It is bright. It is sex positive. Think inappropriate sayings on doggy bandanas and sweatshirts. It's going to be fantastic. And I cannot wait to show you guys the products, but it's going to have to hold off a couple of more weeks. We just ordered product about a week ago, but it should be coming in here in, well, hopefully this week. Fingers crossed that everything goes well. We're trying our best to source the products in a way that's sustainable and ethical The fashion industry contributes to so many problems in our world, and I don't want to create a business that contributes to those issues. But because we're doing it that way, everything seems to be a little bit more difficult and more expensive. But I know the wait's going to be completely worth it, and you guys are going to absolutely love what we have created. So stay tuned for that one. I'll try to give updates here and there on Instagram as they come in. In the meantime, feel free to follow my new business on Instagram and TikTok. That's right. We are on the TikTok. Both of our handles on each platform, it's Shop Doggy Issues. Shop Doggy Issues. Number two is less than thrilling, but I feel like I need to share it. I'm feeling called in this moment to share it. I am recovering from burnout. Ugh. Feels good to get it off my chest and out into the open. I have had my head down for two years and I've been a workaholic and it's really what I've been focused on. Yes, I still sleep and I work out and I eat healthy, but aside from that, I am all business almost all the time, which is kind of an unhealthy obsession. (laughs) Part of me is thankful that I have worked this hard because we wouldn't be this far without my hard work, but All of this hard work has definitely added up and it's been apparent over the last few weeks that something is, something has been wrong. Something's been off. The anxiety that I'm going through is on a completely different level than I've experienced in the past. I've experienced fatigue, even though I've been sleeping nine hours a night and headaches every single day. And the worst of all has been the brain fog. 
not being able to come up with immediate answers for questions that employees or clients are asking me, not being able to review materials without being exhausted when I'm done, that has been the biggest wake-up call for me. And I thought about the last couple of weeks and I've been like, what? What did I do wrong? How did I get here? And part of it was I put my diet to the back burner. I'm very typically very good about eating every couple of hours, eating whole foods. I am mainly plant-based at this point in my life. And I just wasn't paying attention to my body's needs in that way. And my workouts have also been like subpar to say the least. They just haven't really been all there. I haven't been excited about my workouts. And because I haven't been focusing on myself and my body and what I need, I think that's what ultimately led to my burnout. I wasn't taking care of myself like I usually am. So what I decided to do was I decided to start taking care of me. And you know what happened when I decided to take a step back from my business? Insane things started happening. I started to have more and more clients reach out about different programs and how we could work together in the future. I've had really big brands reach out to me about consulting bigger budgets than I've ever worked with before. I had someone reach out about leadership consulting and hiring and delegating and helping them with growth at their tech company. Like, it's insane what has happened since I started to take care of myself. I've never taken this much time off of work, but it has been so good for me thus far. So I will not be coming back to work until August. I'm going to keep living my life, taking care of myself, and doing things that I used to enjoy, which I haven't done that in two years. I lost myself in my business. And it happens. It definitely happens to a lot of us, but I know I need to get back to doing things I actually like outside of business, like training for races and hanging out with friends and getting drinks and going to concerts and living my life how I used to before the pandemic. Okay, so this kind of leads me to my actual topic for today's episode, and that is deciding to make your business passive or creating passive products. When I am feeling burnt out or overwhelmed or frustrated, any kind of negative emotion, I start to think about how great life would be if my business was completely passive. And then I sit on this for a couple of days and I come to a realization that I don't want that. I love working with clients in an active capacity. It is so fun. I love my clients. I love tossing ideas back and forth. And there's so much magic that happens on those calls. I can't imagine not having any interaction with my clients. Full disclaimer before we dive in today, I am not against passive products. In fact, I think they're incredible. You can serve so many more people this way, and especially people who maybe don't have the budget to work with you actively. I do have passive products in my business, but I also don't think people realize how much upfront work can be to create a passive product. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about a few things you should consider before building out passive products. Number one, first and foremost, Are you making this proclamation because it feels in full alignment with you and your business mission? Or is something else going on? I'm going to say that one more time for the people in the back. Are you making this proclamation because it feels like it's in full alignment with you and your mission? Or is there something else going on beneath the surface? Like I mentioned earlier, I'm the CEO of Passive Product Proclamations. Wow, that is really hard to say, especially when I'm drinking. 
Passive product proclamations. Proclamations? Why is that sounding not correct? Anyways, I make these like big decisions when I'm really burnt out or I'm frustrated. I'm like, you know what? Life would be really great if things were passive. And then then I come out of my funk, I come out of burnout, I come out of my whatever struggle I was dealing with at that time in business, and I realized that I don't actually want that. So it's really important that the decision to create passive products supports your overall mission. Don't just do something because you're frustrated in the moment. And I think that applies to so many different things in business, but especially when making the decision to create passive products. I did this before. I was really burnt out, not to this extreme, but I was a little bit burnt out, I guess, back in December. And I was like, oh, I just, I want passive products. I don't want to be active in my business. I don't want to take on one-on-one clients. And about a month after I said this out loud, I realized that I didn't actually want that. I did enjoy working with clients one-on-one. I just wasn't working with my dream clients in that moment, which was causing frustration and causing burnout. Okay, number two, do you have proof of concept? Before you start to take pieces of your business passive, it's important that you've tested out these methods or these strategies on clients in an active setting, either through done-for-you, one-to-one, or one-to-many coaching. You should have proof that what you're wanting to take passive actually works. People should have seen results. If you don't have this, it is going to be so much harder to sell that product. Number three, Do you actually have the time to build out a funnel and or continue to update the funnel along with the product itself? I've had a lot of conversations with clients about this, but passive products don't mean it's completely passive. You don't create, put it on autopilot, and just forget about it. You have to go in and update the product from time to time. And building up passive offers like courses can be time-consuming, especially upfront. I can't even tell you the number of hours I've put into creating materials and outlines and recording videos and re-recording. Don't even get me started on the sales page copy, design, the paid ads, email marketing. If you're doing it yourself, it's going to take a pretty big chunk of time. If you're hiring contractors to help you, understand that you will pay thousands of dollars to have everything done the right way. So again, I'm going to repeat that. Do you actually have the time and the space and the energy to build out a funnel and continue to update it along with updating the product itself? It takes time. You don't just put it out there into the world and never touch it again. I'm constantly going back into my products and updating them and updating the emails and the copy that I have along with it because my ideal clients are constantly changing. This space is changing so fast. So the same language that worked on a sales page six months ago probably doesn't work today. Number four, understand that it takes time to see money from passive products. And I get that we might see people we admire show up and say, I made $40,000 from my passive product overnight. While that's their current reality, as a newer entrepreneur who is maybe still trying to establish themselves, that's not exactly how it goes. If your main goal is to make money from passive products, just get that it's going to take time. What happens a lot of time is people perceive low ticket offers as low value. It can take a couple of launches to really get people to buy in to the amazing product that you've created. Understand that it will not be an overnight success. In my experience and a lot of my clients' experiences, it is so much easier to sell active offers than it is to sell passive products. Number five, last but not least, 
Passive products aren't meant for every type of client. For example, I would never buy a passive product. I just wouldn't. I know that I won't take that course. It's not customized for me. I don't want to watch a pre-recorded masterclass. I don't want to read that ebook. I'll never implement the information in that downloadable PDF. That's not how I operate. I don't see results in my business unless I work one-on-one with a coach. I know that at this point, I'm not going to buy a $99 course, a $500 course. I'm just not. So understand that even though you might think your passive product is amazing and you've gotten good feedback, it doesn't mean that everybody is going to be flocking to that product. Now, I don't say these things to be all negative and grumpy and all the things, but there are some things that I wish I would have thought through before I started to create passive products. These are things I wish somebody would have sat down and said, hey, by the way, do you have proof of concept? Or, hey, have you considered the fact that you have to go in and constantly update your funnels? Have you considered it? Like, nobody told me these things when I started to create passive products. These are things that I had to figure out on my own, which in turn wasted my time and wasted my money. So I'm going to go through these one more time for you guys. Number one, are you making this passive proclamation because it feels in full alignment with you and your mission or is something else going on underneath the surface? Number two, do you have proof of concept? Proof of concept is so key when you are building out passive products. Passive products are easier to sell when you have testimonials and you have proof that what you're doing actually works. Three. Do you have time to go in and update the funnels along with the product itself? Number four, understand that it takes time to see money from passive products. It's not like an overnight instant gratification kind of thing. If that's what you're looking for, passive products, probably not right for you at this time. And last but not least, passive products aren't meant for every type of client. There are some clients out there who don't want to buy passive products. Okay, wait, I'm going to give you guys a bonus one. Make sure that you don't lose touch with your customers as you start to take your business passive. Like I mentioned before, things change so fast in this online space. A product that was a big hit six months ago might not hit the same way today because things have changed. The way in which we do business, the trends, things are just changing fast. You don't want to lose touch with your customers because as soon as you start to lose touch, your products become outdated. Outdated products don't sell. So how do you plan on keeping touch with people? How do you plan on getting feedback on your offers? Will you be sending automatic emails to capture feedback? Customer feedback forms. Will you be sending people DMs? Will you be hopping on feedback calls on Zoom? How do you plan on continuing to stay in touch? Stay woke? Are the youth still saying woke? I don't know. Okay, guys. Again, I don't want you to think I'm negative because I'm not really a negative person, but there are things you do need to consider before you start to create passive products. It's not as easy as Instagram makes it seem. Okay, guys, that is it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. I hope you guys have a great week. I will catch y'all next Tuesday.